Well, hello, everybody, and welcome back to a spooky episode of We Watch Shorts. My name is Michelle, and who's here with me? It's JD, watching spooky it's shorts. It's JD, watching very spooky well, wearing shorts. wearing my spooky shorts. <gasps> I'm not wearing spooky shorts. I should get some with ghosts on them extra spooky anyway hello if you if this is your first episode checking us out thanks for stopping by hi hang guys out with us hi uh so we watch shutter um usually we we watch everything that they put out that is an exclusive or an original and we talk about it but you know what we're just huge horror fans and we have to watch other things we're huge what fans michelle horror fans horror okay I'm also a fan of whores, but that's for a different <laughs> podcast. That's such a ridiculous <laughs> joke. I couldn't help but make it. Uh, we like horror and horror-adjacent films here. We love <laughs> horror! <laughs> love horror. Um, so, uh, for Spooktober, we like to watch a full-length movie every day. Just really, you know, soak in that do spooky we, season. Do we like but it, Michelle, or is there just something I wrong I love with torture. Us? We just recorded the Saw episode, and as we have learned, I love torture. So yes, I do. I do like being in pain and making myself watch a movie every day. October thirteenth is going to be a fucking nightmare for me. So we'll talk about that when we get oh to that God. episode. What did we, so, what did, yeah. Where did we get this idea, Michelle? It's my uh, fault, last, isn't it? Yeah, last year when we started the podcast, like our second episode we recorded was for Spooktober, and it was in like March or April. No, I mean the idea for coming up on October thirteenth. Oh. Uh, so October 13th, we're just going to say there's going to be a lot of movie watching. And in addition to that movie watching, I have a wedding and a burlesque show that I am hosting. So it is going to be a nightmare. We also have a shutter release on October 13th. Oh, God. How are we going to do this? I don't know. Okay. I don't know, JD. We'll talk about it further, Michelle. Yeah, I've been panicking about it ever since I saw the calendar. We got more important yeah, business to attend to right do. now. We do. So uh, for Spooktober, we decided, fuck it, we're not going to also record an episode and drop that every day because we like torture, but not that much torture. October 13th is already going to be a nightmare. Don't make me live through more nightmares. I already have sleep terrors. I had a bad childhood welcome to therapy with michelle so for october instead spooktober we decided to watch shorts they're shorter you can get Spooky through shorts. more of them and people haven't really covered shorts and we love shorts i love um, shorts so what's our gimmick for the first week of we uh, I, I like to call it a theme michelle not a gimmick like but gimmick. that's okay <laughs> uh for the first week uh, we decided that we were going to focus on shorts that became features. Uh, we've already done Within the Woods, which became Evil Dead. And we already did Saw, which became Saw. And what are we doing? What? I know, right? <laughs> they call it <laughs> Saw 0.5 now, but that's like a, a, a retrofit. Uh, it was yep. it was all it a was just it saw became saw just like the yeah. movie is called Star Wars it is absolutely not called Star Wars Episode Four A New Hope oh my god I don't care what the revisionists say the movie is called Star Wars anyway what are we talking this about today movie, Michelle what's our short movie, that became a feature this movie did the opposite of what saw did where saw made the name longer much later in the future this movie started with a long name which they then hacked down and they went people are not going to remember that so the full-length movie was oculus 
Before Oculus, released in 2013, seven years prior, Mike Flanagan had a dream. And that dream was Oculus Chapter 3, The Man with the Plan. Yes, that is the movie we are talking about today. Uh, uh, If you don't immediately recognize the name Mike Flanagan, I don't know what to tell you. Uh, why, how, why are you even listening to a horror movie podcast if you don't know Mike Flanagan? You should no, definitely... No, no, stick around. It's okay if you don't know Mike Flanagan. I can still this be your ma- friend. Please stay. This Please is probably stay. more aggressive. What I'm saying is uh, this podcast episode is going to be here for a while. You, If you are a horror fan and you don't know Mike Flanagan, you want to know Mike Flanagan. Holy shit. Oh, yeah. What a talented guy. Uh, anyway, yeah, so we're talking about Oculus I Chapter 3, him, The Man with the Plan. Yeah, we did. I got I got to put my arm around Kate and, and give her a little hug while I <laughs> took a picture with her. And I just got to say, I'm not objectifying her and saying that she's beautiful because obviously she is. But her smile is alarming. She seems like such a kind person when she smiles. You can see it through her eyes. I love that woman. She seems so fucking cool. So, yeah, of she. She's beautiful, uh, but just like she smiles. The both of them. I love her. They just seem They're like they great. would be uh, everybody's best friends. Uh, anyway, such yeah. wonderful folks. Uh, but yeah. no, this is a this is a short film that Mike Flanagan made uh, back in uh, when was this released? Michelle, two thousand six. Oh, the short was two thousand six. 2006, even earlier than yeah. I thought it was. Uh, oh, yeah. One of the, the uh, one of the big reasons Michelle and I uh, got to meet uh, Mike Flanagan uh, and his uh, his wife uh, uh, Kate. Uh, why am I uh, Siegel? <laughs> Siegel. Kate Siegel. I always yes. get mixed up with the the other. <laughs> right. Similar. Katie Seagal from, from yeah. Sons of Anarchy. Yeah. No, this is Kate. Siegel. Exactly. I always I always get mixed up. Uh, Mike Flanagan actually has. Uh, an interesting connection to Fargo, North Dakota, uh, and has had a couple of different things play at the Fargo Film Festival. And one of those things was this short, Oculus Chapter 3, The Man with the Plan. I did not get to see it when it played at the Fargo Film Festival. In fact, this will probably surprise the hell out of Michelle, considering how huge a fan I am of the feature Oculus uh, sitting down to watch it for this short podcast episode is the first time I've actually seen Oculus chapter three, the man with the plan. Uh, And I know, right? I know. Uh, So uh, tell them about spoilers, Michelle. I feel like I've talked a lot. No, that's okay. You like to talk a lot, and I like to interrupt you a lot. So it works out. Interrupting cow, moo. Uh, So (laughs) we are going to spoil everything. Um, This short film is very similar to the full-length version. The full-length is just longer. It's got more stuff in it. If you have not checked out at least the full-length, I mean, at this point, you're probably just going to continue listening to the episode. Let's be real. But we are going to spoil it for you. So please do not send us hate mail. It has been uh, 17 years since the short film came out. And it has been, oh, God, math, 10 10 years years since the full length came out. If you haven't checked it out now and you're mad at us for spoiling it, why did you click on this episode? Please don't send me hate mail. I'm a very nice, soft person. Um, So, yeah, we're going to spoil it. There's your warning. hype man again. Yeah. DJ Khaled. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. 
All right, so Oculus Chapter 3, The Man with the Plan. Uh, again, mm-hmm. Michelle, I, I feel like we've tried a couple of times for me to do these plot synopses, and I feel like yeah. you just have more of a knack for them than I do. Would you like, like to summarize this film? Yeah, I have so much fun doing the, the synopsis. I feel like I get to talk for a while, and that's always nice. <laughs> I'm not going to lie, so, there was a part yeah. of me that at least this whole week where we're doing shorts that became features after the first episode for Within the Woods, there was a very small part of me that was like, I hope for every one of these episodes, she's like, it's just the Evil Dead, but shorter. It's just Saw, <laughs> but shorter. I debated it with this one, it's but Oculus, it's not. But shorter. But it's not. It's too different. Ooh, yeah. I don't know. Ooh, we'll talk about that. Ooh, Tell them about it. Okay. Tell them about well, it, Michelle. Oculus, what happens? Uh, it is about a mirror called uh, the Lasser Glass. And the Lasser Glass has some sort of possession or supernatural force or something going on with it that's spooky. And we don't like it. And it kills people and it kills pets. And everybody who looks into this mirror just has their life ruined. Much like anybody who makes eye contact with me. If we make eyes, your life's going to get bad. And I'm so sorry. I am also the lasser glass. Um, so this is about a man whose name is Tim or Ted or some other generic white man name. It is Tim, <laughs> Steve, who knows? Um, but he uh, is filming a bunch of stuff um, with this glass, this mirror um, to try to capture this evil presence and essentially prove that his dad did not kill his mom. Uh, This mirror did it. So he has multiple camcorders going. He has alarms to remind him to eat and uh, he has an IV for water and he has a friend calling him and he has a plant that he's very mean to and the plant did not deserve that. Um, And it's basically this man falling victim to the Lasser Glass aka Amir and uh, his demise is unfortunate. Oculus Chapter Three: The Man with the Plan. Yeah, um, it, it's interesting to me that you say this is. Uh, I mean, it's it's different in the sense that the whole thing about uh, uh, Mary Saul is is not really there, and we don't get all the beautiful flashbacks and that ultimately uh, blend with the main story. Uh, man, I I could very easily turn this into a discussion of the feature. Um, but, uh, a lot of this is almost note for note, like, like the whole sequence really at the beginning, that whole tirade that he goes off on where he's going through the history of the mirror and its incidents, that's almost word for word in the feature film. Uh, it's, mm-hmm. uh, it's the Karen Gillan character that's, that's saying it because the one per, the one child is now two children, uh, but... I thought it was very interesting how so much of this was very much in in that same concept. A lot of the scripting was the same, and it's like, like you and I both have seen so much Mike Flanagan at this point that to look back on this, it's just like all that good Mike Flanagan shit that we like his technique, <laughs> his his building atmosphere with like just the cinematic elements right not necessarily the script and the story itself the man is is just he's he's insane and i i thought this was like i think there are things in this that they didn't do uh in the feature that i thought were very interesting as well maybe what we should do is 
you point out for me like the the things that made you think of it as being significantly different because that's interesting how mm-hmm. you saw it that way but I saw it uh, totally the other way around that is interesting uh so first I just I have to get this out of the way oculus chapter three made me a fan again of Flanagan I never stopped being a fan. It's just been in my head. It's been scratching my brain. I had to say it and put it out into the you world. Almost, I'm a Flanagan like, fan again. I feel like there's a small part of you that probably for at least a short while kind of quietly wished that he might do something that you didn't like so that then you could come <laughs> back around and say, Mike Flanagan, I'm a fan again. Well, there's still hope because uh, as of the recording, House of Usher has not dropped. So oh, I'm perhaps so excited, Michelle. I bet it doesn't so even have excited. Usher in it. I love Usher. I wish he would make oh, a comeback Jesus in Christ. Mike Flanagan's upcoming anyway. miniseries. Uh, so, yeah, what I found different. Um, so, obviously, the monologue is pretty much word for word from the full length. And Flanagan has even admitted that uh, his monologues are what he's known for. And this short shows you why. That makes knows how to do monologues um I would like to get into a little bit of why the monologue in this works so well but Mm -hmm. I'll first tell you what I thought was so different actually no I will tell you why this works so well because then you're going to respond to me telling you what's so different I may as well just tell you uh the part that maybe you don't have a response for that's how structure works I'm learning um okay so (laughs) why this works so well with that monologue is uh I feel like this short showcases why he does them so well in a lot of Mike Flanagan's work he likes to have just a static camera maybe zooming in and letting usually his wife uh deliver this powerful speech um in this though what I really enjoyed was that this is a very simple set a single actor just monologuing talking to himself there is very very rarely any other human interaction there's a small dog interaction it is mostly just him and uh mike flanagan it feels weird to call him mike like hey mike what's up um mr uh flanagan mr flanagan Flanagan. (laughs) mr Um, siegel he <laughs> Mr. Siegel, I like that. Uh, he keeps up the frenetic energy of this monologue and he actually adds tension in a different way in that he is constantly switching between cameras. It was very smart to not just have one camcorder filming this situation because it gave him the opportunity to switch between these different camcorders and change the quality so that it's like you're watching through the lens of the camcorder, but then also giving a more personal shot where you are directly being monologued at by by the guy in the film and you feel like you were sitting beside him um and he is constantly hopping between these so instead of having just a long dramatic static shot he adds energy by hopping around a lot and i really really like that sometimes it doesn't work it works perfectly in this because it keeps you feeling on edge and like you don't know what's going to happen next um do you want to respond to that before i tell you why i thought it was so different uh no I, uh, like, I I yep, definitely agreed. agree with you there there's a there there is an energy to this uh, that is uh, a a little bit different from from uh, you know it, it does have a little bit more of a frenetic nature especially as we're watching uh, the uh, the central character here have that complete descent into madness just over the span of the the uh, oh we probably should have told people there were going to be spoilers. <laughs> 
Oh, you mean I didn't tell them very intense spoilers? <laughs> oh, maybe we did. I don't remember. That's how Luke, guys, this is the <laughs> absolutely did. This, oh, we did. This is the third one of these we've recorded tonight. We got three more to oh, go. No, uh, who knows? No, I absolutely did. I okay, did tell perfect. them. Anyway. Now, I feel like you're a mirror that I'm looking into and I'm getting confused. When was the last Ooh. time I ate? Do I need water? <laughs> Who was supposed to call me? It's been so long. No, I, uh, I I definitely have a couple of things that I want to talk about here specifically. But no, go ahead. Tell me what you thought were, uh, were, were major differences and what made you feel differently. Yeah. So the biggest difference between Oculus Chapter 3, The Man with the Plan, a.k.a. the 30-minute version of the full-length movie Oculus... Those gigantic jeans. I mean, there were no gigantic jeans in the full-length movie. That man was wearing gigantic jeans with the little hoops. Um, I feel like that was way too different for me. I did need gi- gigantic jeans in the full-length. Um, outside of that, uh, I think that the way that this story uh, unfolds is completely different. Now we're in kind of like a almost scientific laboratory setting with this mirror. So despite being the same things that Karen Gillan does in the film, such as giving the monologue, uh, talking about all these fail safes that she's put in place to try to protect herself from the mirror. I feel like the fact that the setting is so different, he's by himself and he's being extremely clinical about it. And there's no uh, familial relationship there uh, for us to build Upon, you know, like this brother sister relationship, it is just him talking to us as the viewer. Um, They're not in a house. He can't go exploring. I felt like despite being a similar monologue, everything outside of that was entirely different and gave me a very different feeling. It did make me want to really go back and rewatch the movie, though, because while watching it, I went, man, this is so different. But yet it still works so well for me. And I want to see why they both work, despite feeling very different. So ultimately, uh, your reason for saying it feels different is there was more story in the much longer film. different story it's entirely different it's not entirely different like this seat i feel like this entire movie more or less happens within the framework of the uh of the feature but no i i i know what you're saying there uh but uh uh what I love about this, because I mentioned it before, what I love about Mike Flanagan is, yeah, we talk about his monologuing, uh, but not uh, disrespectfully. Mike Flanagan is, oh, is, is an incredibly talented monologue writer, and even in this early film, I mean, when you really break it down... So much of the scary things or the suspenseful things he does in this film are very basic film 101 things, right? But the way he he's able to use it so effectively, Mike Flanagan has this incredible talent of making you riveted by the film, but also at the same time completely forget you're even watching a fucking horror movie. And then just out of nowhere, he reminds you, you are watching a horror movie. And it's so effective. The first time he shows you the uncovered mirror. Like, literally, all he has done is at one point much earlier on, he showed you the mirror covered. And then he proceeded to showing you this guy ranting and raving for a while about the mirror. And the next time you see the mirror, it's uncovered. It's just, (laughs) it's an edit. It's all it is. It's a simple edit. And there's so much power there. 
there's something that he does quite a bit in here that I, I honestly can't remember if they use it in the feature, uh, but it uh, if they did, I don't remember it being as prominent. And again, that's very likely because of what you mentioned, this being a more isolated situation. The oh, being different? Of, being uh, different from the full length. Yep. Right. Continue. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, the way that the number of times you see him standing in front of the viewfinder of a camera and what he's doing is impossible to match up with what's happening in the viewfinder. He does that so subtly the first time he does it that if you're not careful, you'll completely miss it. I actually half missed it. I had to rewind and make sure I had seen what I think I just saw. Just these very simple things. Uh, like this, uh, it's he's just a master of developing tension and then knowing when and how exactly to release it. Uh, I thought it was wild to see such skill present even this far back when he was just making this short film. Yeah. Uh, oh, God, I had a very good thought. I promise it was worthwhile <laughs> and it's gone because I'm I read sorry. the phrase... I, no, I just read the phrase love the gigantic pants on my note. And I'm just thinking about how much I love his fucking gigantic pants. Um, but what really, really works is that we are brought into this world feeling that we are as sane as this man we are watching is. And right. that time is progressing in the way that we believe it is so that when he starts losing his mind as the viewer, we are right alongside him because we're like, no. I am watching this at home. I know it has not been an hour. He brings you in to even question your own sanity in a way of like, it hasn't been that long or like, oh yeah, was the mirror uncovered? Like we start questioning it alongside uh, the man who is experiencing it. Yeah. It is it is brilliant. Brilliant. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to go watch the, it, the full length again. I love yeah, it. Yeah, it's such a, a the, the original, uh, the feature length uh, Oculus is the first Mike Flanagan film I ever saw, uh, which honestly it was kind of his breakthrough uh, uh, film into more of a, of a mainstream place, so that's not really surprising. But uh, yeah, it's one of my favorite films of the last uh, 10 years. Um, it's It's fantastic, and I just, I love... Uh, so much of what was going also you know um, this movie does completely drop the whole it's a, a like a, a woman's spirit inside the the mirror or any of that uh, I thought the ultimate uh, climax of this when he's like under the uh, uh, the 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 sheet covering things and all of the spirits come out and surround him rather than just Ugh. being collected in the house uh, yeah I, uh, I I loved it it was fantastic so good yeah i have the dvd of it but good news it is streaming on plex so i don't have to get up to go find my dvd i'm gonna rewatch this tomorrow i oh man it's so good it's yeah so go good. watch a whole bunch of mike flanagan joints guys that's uh... i i kind of hate when somebody just makes everything that i like and i don't find something that i dislike in their filmography because then i feel like a fangirl where it's like they can do no wrong but like Ma mike flanagan has never made a thing that i outright disliked Agreed. and a lot of it i outright love and you know what 
fuck you, Mike Flanagan, because now it feels like I just like you because I like all your work. Make something bad so that I don't have to defend everything you make. I do still uh, need to see his most recent Netflix series, The Midnight Club. I started watching it at one point and got distracted from it, and unfortunately I've never gotten back to it. But aside from the, you know that asterisk, absolutely the same. There are definitely things that I like more than others, but... The guy is almost unimpeachable. He's so incredibly talented. The only thing I can say is that Midnight Club is probably my least favorite of his miniseries. I can't <laughs> even say it's bad. How right. dare he? And he seems like such a funny, kind man. Why can't you just be an asshole at least? So then I'm like, man, this guy sucks. And I'm I'm not just defending everything. How dare he? Guys, I'm not going to hate I, something. I'm, I'm, I'm going to refrain from spoiling it for you. Uh, but so Mike Flanagan directed uh, Dr. Sleep, right? The sequel to The Shining. Uh, and Mike Flanagan is such a talented director that when Stephen King saw his, uh, his film uh, version of Dr. Sleep, there's one scene in particular where Stephen King was even just like, Man, that uh, that one scene's a little heavy, huh? Maybe want to trim that down <laughs> a little bit. Like it was too much, and he was right. It's fucking intense. You should see it. You should There's see everything squelch. the guy has done. There's a squelch in that scene. Oh God, I, I, I there are I several squelches in in my yeah. guts when I watch that scene. Yeah. Uh, it's gonna hurt. Yeah. The pain makes it taste better. Oh, shut up. <laughs> oh. Anyway, anyway, guys, uh, go watch uh, everything Mike Flanagan score. has done. Numerical score for Oculus Chapter 3, The Man with the Plan, uh, four and a half. I'm giving it a zero. God damn it, he's too nice. No, I'm actually, <laughs> I'm giving it, because we are grading this based on shorts, not versus full lengths, even despite that caveat, I still, I think even if this was in like our regular full length rotation, I would give it a five. This is a five for me. It is perfect it is so great to analyze like you said those little things of like wait that's not physically possible and yet you get tricked as the viewer it's brilliant and i hate that he doesn't have anything that i outright despise maybe like ouija origin of evil was that great i loved it it's okay I think it's I so just, much better than the 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 movie it sequelizes. I really enjoyed see, it. Even <laughs> so, we're just we're Flanagan Flanagans. No, right. Flanagan Flanagans. You know what? Ugh. Fuck it. Uh, the episode is not done. Revisionist. This is a double five. <laughs> it's, it's yeah. It's, it's, uh, I'm at that four means and a half already. Website. It's yeah. at four and a half already. I'm sitting here trying to think of any reason at all why I might have uh, in my in, in my snap judgment taken that half skull off and I can't think of a single thing because so. something bad happens to a dog that's why I debated not did it though How dare he the dog I... just disappears we don't ever know I don't have well I guess maybe, maybe at some point the he took the dog dogs. well I was gonna say maybe at some point in there he took the dog out of there and he just doesn't know yeah I'll choose to believe that <laughs> right you, I mean, you, I mean, it's definitely implied that the mirror ate the dog, but you know. <laughs> no, poor <laughs> anyway. Flip. I swear to God, Flip oh. better be okay. Well, we're okay. coming up on time here. Do you have anything else to offer about Oculus Chapter Three, The Man with the Plan? This mo- this episode would have uh, been a full several minutes shorter if we didn't have to say that whole goddamn <laughs> title so many times. <laughs> um, I just have to say, Mike Flanga, if you're listening, hi. You seem really nice. Not Please listening. knock it off. 
Please knock it off. I need you to just be at least a little bit mean to someone, have some sort of controversy, make something that I would deem less than like a 2.5 out of 5. Um, just make something so that it doesn't seem that I just love everything you do because currently I do and that sucks. I want to be able to so she say, can well, say, Mike yeah. Flanagan, I'm a fan again. <laughs> Yeah, I'm getting it on T-shirt. So, like, have a controversy, please. <laughs> I'm begging you. Agreed. Say goodnight, Michelle. Goodnight, Michelle. We Watch Shudder is a production of Rat Factory Media, your home for all of today's Rat Factoryist podcasts. The views and opinions of the hosts and guests of We Watch Shudder are their own and do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of Rat Factory Media. But wait, aren't Rat Factory Media and We Watch Shudder the same people? Shut your cake hole, Charlie. Nobody asked you. We Watch Shudder is available free on all major podcast platforms, and the easiest way to support We Watch Shudder is also free. Just leave a rating and review on your platform of choice. Merge your consciousness with ours on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter. We're at We Watch Shutter on all those social media platforms. Or find us the old-fashioned way on the web at WeWatchShutter.com or by email at mail at WeWatchShutter.com. Heck, you can even leave us a voicemail at 701-566-9510. No, seriously, 701-566-9510. Try it if you dare.